What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So as we continue our recaps of last year and our look aheads to or our looks ahead to 2022, we are now on the San Diego Padres. So this is, I mean, this is a big one. I think this is a team that came into 2021 with high expectations, and rightfully so. I mean, this time last year, we were talking about the Padres right up there with the Dodgers, you know, as the best team in baseball going into 2021. They're entering the season with a rising superstar and Fernando Tatis Jr. with established veterans like Manny Machado, Tommy Pham, Hugh Darvish. On top of that, they added Blake Snell to bolster an already strong rotation. Denelson Lamette had a really fantastic 2020 campaign, as did Trent Grisham and Will Myers. There's really no reason to believe that the Padres would not continue to ascend into baseball's elite class. But instead, they plummeted. And it started with injuries. You had injuries to Tatis Jr., injuries to Grisham. And then it ended with poor second-half performances for guys like Hugh Darvish, even newly acquired Adam Frazier. The Padres finished with a losing record. They finished 79-83, and 28 games back of the first-place San Francisco Giants. I mean, this is a team that had World Series aspirations, but finished below 500 for the 10th time since 2011. It was an ugly finish to the season. And shortly after the, the season was done, they fired their manager, Jace Tingler. And it was a very disappointing season in San Diego. 79-83 and 83 was the record. They finished third in the NL West, missed the playoffs, obviously. What happened? I mean, well, I, I guess I kind of just did a rundown there, but... It's quite a fall from grace. It's quite a fall from grace. We know there were many bright spots. I mean, there were times, especially in the beginning of the year, they had some some phenomenal games. You know, those Padres-Dodgers games at the beginning of the season in April, which had a playoff atmosphere. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting off to, you know, a strong start. I mean, he was great all year long. But he ended up missing 32 games due to multiple shoulder injuries. Even Even though... That happened, he was still the biggest star in San Diego. In 130 games, he hit 282 with a 156 weighted runs created plus. And outside of RBIs, he pretty much led the team in every offensive category last season. I mean, had it not been for those two major shoulder injuries, he may very well have walked away with the NL MVP. He, he didn't win it, but, I mean, this dude is, is box office. He's the most exciting player to watch in baseball and yeah I mean he's just getting started he's just getting started you know interestingly enough today is his birthday January 2nd he is 23 years old consider what he's done so far and he's only 23 years old now he has he has a bright future ahead of him but led the National League with 42 home runs even though he missed 32 games so the counting stats were, were there even though he missed so many games it just tells you the kind of pop this guy has in his bat the power is, power is legit. You know, the glove is kind of suspect. And we did see him play some outfield when he was coming back from shoulder in, uh, from the shoulder injury. He did not have surgery, but they put him in the outfield as, a, as an attempt to kind of, you know, take some stress off his shoulder so he's not diving all over the place at shortstop. But whether or not that's going to be an experimental thing, if it's going to be a long-term thing, we don't really know yet. But obviously, he has a lot of adjusting to do if he's going to be an outfielder moving forward. We'll see. Um, they have said that he will. I mean, I think Tatis or the Padres. I remember seeing a quote somewhere at the end of the season saying that he will be playing shortstop um, in the near term. But who knows how long that will last? He's not 
that great at shortstop defensively anyway. So who really knows how long that's going to last? Maybe because he has plenty of bat to play any position. And they do have other infielders in the pipeline coming up that could play shortstop. But that's neither here nor there. It's really the bat that matters with Fernando Tatis Jr. You don't really care about where he plays defensively. But needless to say, he was definitely their best player last season. Their best pitcher was Joe Musgrove. So he was, I mean, he was great all year long. He got his season started with a bang. After six shutout innings in his first Padres start, he outdid himself by no hitting the Rangers in his second start. And he ended up finishing the season with a 3.18 ERA. I mean, overall, he was simply more consistent than you Darvish was in 2021. Although Darvish suffered from an astronomically high and unsustainable home run rate, after the foreign substance crackdown, but I mean, Musgrove put up comparable numbers to Darvish, especially with those peripheral stats, like, you know, those ERA predictors and stuff like that. And the consistency, I think, is what gave gave him, you know, the nod there to consider him the Padres' best starting pitcher in 2021. Craig Stammen was actually probably their best reliever. I mean, even though his ERA and FIP was worse than their closer, Mark Melanson, Stammen actually, you know, was pretty darn good. I mean, he led the bullpen in in those ERA predictive, uh, predictive stats, uh, which I, I think are a little more um, reliable for relievers. Um, th- that's really what you want to look at more for a reliever because ERA can be misleading for relievers. They don't pitch as many innings. Um, a few home runs here or there will really inflate your numbers. But even though his peripherals were worse than they were in 2020. He did shave two and a half runs off his real ERA in 2021. But like I said, the peripheral numbers were still better than anybody else in, in San Diego. And he was reliable all season long and somebody the Padres should consider picking up his option on if they haven't already. Um, but what's next for the San Diego Padres in 2022? Well, they have gotten a new manager. So they got Bob Melvin from the Oakland A's. He's now the manager of the Padres and that's a huge pickup. Bob Melvin has has done a lot with very little in Oakland, and he's been extremely successful. He's been manager of the year a couple times. But um, for them, it's just getting healthy. It's just getting healthy. Now that they've gotten their manager, they need to get healthy. Mike Clevenger is on his way back from, I think it was Tommy John. Um, you know, Tom, um, yeah, Tommy John was discussed for Denelson Lamette, but they avoided that with him. So hopefully they can get him back. But getting healthy will be key for the Padres. Can they keep Tatis on the field for more than 130 games? Can he play close to a full season? We'll, we'll see. But honestly, the fact that he's not getting surgery on that shoulder means that he's just going to have to... I mean, he's been playing with that issue since he was in the minor leagues. He's going to have to continue to manage that for as long as he's playing on, until he decides to get surgery because, I mean, that's not something that just heals on its own. He has, I believe it's like a torn labrum in his shoulder or something like that. So he's going to have to keep managing that. But it's crazy to think that someone who's managing that injury is still putting up the monster numbers he is. And that's what Tatis is doing. So that's what's next for them. It's getting healthy. And on paper, they should be vying for an NL West crown. But they just need to establish that winning culture. And that's going to come from the top down. The new manager, Bob Melvin, is going to help establish that during spring training. But then only time will tell if they can button up some of those other issues because... You know, there, there was a little bit of a sense that their old manager, Jace Tingler, lost the clubhouse. You know, we did see some 
think we did see some video of uh, you know a spat between Machado and Tatis in St. Louis last year. Um, not to say that doesn't happen to other teams, but you know for a team that was struggling, you could tell that you know Tatis is someone who does mail it in sometimes, and that didn't sit well with Manny Machado. I'm sure some of the other veterans. So we'll see if that gets buttoned up by the new manager. But they just need to get healthy. And if they do on paper, they very well could be vying for an NLS crown. But the Giants and Dodgers aren't going anywhere, so it's going to be tough for San Diego. But expect them to be better in 2022. They should be better. I mean, a losing record is, um, is unacceptable for a team as talented as San Diego. So that's where things stand for the Padres. That'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.